Today on the Hollow Chronicles podcast, we are going over the fan first Friday with Hasbro's. Getting the highlights with our buddy Tim from Boss Bounty. Josh. Welcome, everybody, to the Hollow Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Andy. Over there is my co-partner in crime. <laughs> co-partner. I'm not even partner. I don't even rank as partner anymore. Just some co-partner. I mean, is I don't is that redundant? I don't know. Co-host, I guess we could go with. Okay. Teasing you now. What's happening? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. We've got a great show for you today. We've got a um, uh, big-time YouTuber, big-time vintage collection uh, aficionado uh, Bosk's Bounty is here with us today, and we'll be going over all of the highlights from Hasbro's Fan First Friday that happened just a few days ago, and uh, as well as a new spinner. Um, we- yeah, we got some fun stuff. It's just going to be, you know, look, what is relatively a slow time right now for Star Wars, we still have some fun stuff to talk about, and the toys that were announced on Friday are at least exciting and intriguing intriguing you know of course keep us all a little happy for a minute we are part of the beyond the blast doors network where you can find five days of live youtube content on our channel at uh www.youtube slash beyond the blast doors and you can find us on the web at www.beyondtheblastdoors.com where you can see such articles posted um, as today's. Show me your collection uh, with Dave from Vintage Toy Rush. We'll try to get to that there by the end of the show. He posted up uh, some great pictures of his very, very thorough and extensive <laughs> toy collection. Um, so yeah, we just got a lot of good stuff We've today. got a lot of good stuff coming from the network this week too. I think we've got uh, Around the Galaxy. Um, he's got Matthew Stover. Yes. Tomorrow live. Yes. And for those of you that don't know who Matthew Stover is, he wrote the uh, the adaptation for Revenge of the Sith. And amongst Star Wars book people, it is generally agreed upon that that is the best novelization of any of the movies. So right. um, I find that to be the best. I mean, personally, I think that's the best uh, book um, of all of the movies. And uh, there's just some incredible anakin and obi-wan insight to that uh yeah that's going to be an interview you want to watch definitely it's gonna be fun definitely. i'm I mean, excited it's gonna get a heads up uh hands-on view from the from the guy that thought it. i mean if you think about it an author like that they 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 get some creative license you know they're sure they have the screenplay that they can go off but there's there's a lot of filler that has to go in there to make a novel so that's pretty exciting and then of course we got david beyond the blast wars live talking about all the good stuff with uh, uh scotty and arzu yep yep and then we got the Bombads live now, and they've got a project this week. I hope they do it. I, I, I don't even, I don't know if I should say it or spoil it, but it, to me, it's we'll let them, we'll let them talk about it. But it's going to be really fun. It's a video they're going to go over, and then of course, uh, Force Connect Fridays, where we just, I don't know, where haul, you guys holler into the mic. You guys get to be the yeah. guests. Yeah, we get to talk about all of the current Star Wars events with you guys. Yeah, yeah. and and what do I hear? I, I heard he made a 
little appearance at the last. Oh, well, you never know. You never know he'll show up. Yeah, you just never know. (laughs) Well, that said, Josh, let's bring in our guest. Uh, Like I said, vintage collection aficionado. Uh, Right. Yeah, let's uh, let's bring him in. Tim from Boss Bounty. Here he is. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome, Tim. Hey, hey. Hi, guys. How you doing? (laughs) Doing great. Doing great. If I were to describe you as a Star Wars collector, I would, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I would label you primarily as a vintage collection in the box collector. How does that sound? Yeah, that's pretty accurate, I guess. Yeah, I, 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 I do collect them on card, but I do open all the ones I review. So um, there's that. We do see a lovely barge behind you there. That's yes. Outstanding. That's the first thing I noticed was that that beauty up there. Yeah, it's kind of the centerpiece. But uh, to be honest, underneath that, the, all of these shelves are like vintage style. So I, I do have like kind of a mix mix going on. Yeah, it's it's hard just to collect one thing, you know. Well, wouldn't you consider, I mean, wouldn't you consider like the barge coming out, even though, you know, it was two years ago or whatever. I mean, to me, that was like a nice addition to, to like the vintage collection we had. I remember buying it saying, this is something that should have been around, you know, we had the skiff and we had all the little mini skiffs and, and where was the katana when we needed that? And, and we finally got it. So I feel, I feel like it slides right in to the, to my vintage collection without being an imposter at all. Oh yeah. Big time. And I think I think it was like campaigned for for years, you know, on certain websites and stuff. People were campaigning sure. for, for for a long time, and I guess even you know, before there were hashtags, <laughs> <laughs> you go on about something so much for so long, and eventually, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you whine, up, you, know? you whine enough, yes, <laughs> it might happen. The squeaky wheel. And you're a toy reviewer. Would you say they did it right with the oh, barge? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's perfect. Yeah, it really is. It yeah. was well done. That's why Haslab to me when they came out with the crest was like I, I have no no worries or qualms about dropping whatever, you know, for that because I feel like they really do do it right, you know. So it's pretty good. Oh the crest is gonna be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those of you that uh, may not have heard of Boss Bounty, uh Tim, why don't you give just a little recap of what you do on your uh, YouTube channel as far as, as far as what you're trying to put out there for the fandom. Uh, so, so mainly it is around the vintage collection and it's mainly reviews. So I do a bit of news. I, I don't do news all of the time. It has to be something like that's big, like uh, one of the conventions or Fan First Friday event or something like that. Um, then I do like a recap video. Um, I do a bit of rumors and stuff like that. Just anything that's to do with the vintage collection, really. Um, I occasionally do videos where I sort of show off what I've got that week and that could be vintage or or modern, you know, um, but that's about it. Yeah, it's, I, I guess you could call it a review channel if 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 you had to nail it down to one thing. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been pretty faithfully watching your channel for about six months now. I'd say, and uh, and I just I love I love what you're doing. I love uh, I love getting the little uh, little reminders that you're. Uh, oh, oh, and also. <laughs> I can't even finish my thought. You've <laughs> you started you started recently doing a Saturday uh, vintage collection podcast, right? You've had yeah. a couple now. Uh, I had the third one just gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that was uh, John. Why was that John? John Miko, who runs yeah. the uh, Facebook group. Yeah. And then the week before, we had um, oh, and also Victoria's Cantina joined halfway through on 
on Saturday because uh, she was recording a podcast beforehand. So, and then the week before we had um, Jason and um, Tyler. Yeah, good group of people. I mean, the reason I did that was because essentially there's like a sort of little movement going now where middle of last year, I got really annoyed with, with the sort of reveals that were coming out about the vintage collection compared to the black series. And I thought we were being a bit shortchanged. So I and a number of other people in the community sort of got together and started these like campaigns and which were recognized by Hasbro, which was good. And I just think like, if you're noisy enough about something, you know, like, as we said about the barge, then they, you can't be ignored. So <laughs> yeah i thought i'd put that up there <laughs> now i was gonna ask when you got annoyed about hearing all about black series was it because of shabby mark is that who annoyed you <laughs> I mean, he's, got, he's got a good black se- look i've got nothing against the black series i've got some of the black series and i do buy them and the new boxes i i, I like the new boxes i like the way they're presented um so i do buy them but i just I don't know. It's it's it all harks back to when I was a kid and the vintage cards, you know. And it's just a continuation of that. Um, I do recognise that the Black Series figures are are of a certain quality, but then again, I also think that the new figures that the vintage collection are coming out with are are on par, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think. I was, I'm, you know, I've been doing black series. That's why I had to take a jab at Mark there, shabby. Um, and I'm into it, but I will, and I, I didn't have my eye on the, the 3.75s. It just didn't. The vintage collection for me, I think it was just an overwhelming thing. It's like, oh, I don't have a place to start where, you know, uh, I guess my very simple mind was like, there's numbers on the side of the black series boxes and I can really follow those numbers. You know, they're, they're sequential. <laughs> It's amazing. Um, we, the Chewy decimal system is is easy for for me. But um, now, like you said, seeing these new uh, these newer uh, releases from the the vintage, it's making me go like, man, should I be buying these two? I sh- ah, which is uh, it should be no because I I need to watch my watch my bank account. But yes, uh, <laughs> they are very good. They're very good, and I think we're going to talk about a few today. Yeah. yeah speaking releases. of new toy releases, we had uh, Fan First Friday. A few days ago and what i wanted to do just amongst the three of us and then in the chat shout out to everybody in the chat good to see you guys and gals um i just want to kind of hit on instead of going over every thing that was announced maybe we shared our our favorite uh vintage collection black series and then uh <clears throat> pipeline figure and pipeline meaning uh coming down you know releasing later on this year um, kind of figure. So, um, how but, did you feel about the, like, where did fan first Fridays? Is that a, something that they're, I, I, I seem out of touch with that. Cause it kind of caught me off guard. Is that something that they're doing quarterly, monthly, or just, just throwing it out there every week? It's, it's, uh, well, it's all, it's, it's all because of the pandemic. I mean, they wouldn't be doing them if, if, you know, if they weren't, everyone, if, if everyone wasn't in lockdown, because yeah. they'd have all their conventions to go to, you know, Toy Fair should be next month and it won't be happening. So I would imagine we'll get another, whatever it, whatever they brand it as, announcement from Hasbro uh, towards the end of next month or this month now, because it's February now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I, I would imagine when we'll probably get more reveals then than we did this one. I think this one was like, you know, sort of a an intro into the year and here's a few things to get you to get excited about. 
Um, but I, I wasn't really closely following last year exactly the sort of time in between each releases. one. Exactly, where, I think it was just sort of random when they've got stuff to t- to tell us, you know. Well, and we, you know, we covered Mando Mondays, and I thought that was a pretty good campaign. It came out of the gate real strong, and then it kind of, and it could have just been, you know, that we had eight weeks of it or nine weeks, really, wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't it nine? It that was, at yeah. the end, it, it kind of petered out a little bit. I, I was hoping more for a bookend type of scenario where they come out strong. Yeah, we get some splatterings, and at the end, you're like, whoa, big reveal to kind of close mm. it off. Um, but, uh, but again, I really enjoyed that. It gave me something to look forward to as a collector. Not that I. I mean, even maybe one thing. Well, yeah, the Boba Hett film, uh, Boba Hett, <laughs> <laughs> the Boba Fett helmet. Yeah, uh, came out. So that was cool. But um, I'm just I enjoy these. That's why I was asking, like, OK, these are kind of cool. I, I look forward to just, you know, yeah. cruising through some releases, whether or not I'm going to get them is up to the to the item. But yeah, uh, the, I think the Mando Mondays one as well is that. I think a few people got a little bit confused about what that was because I think some people thought it was a Hasbro thing and it was actually, you know, all sorts of companies, Funko were releasing right. stuff. And I think when Hasbro had took a week off and they didn't release anything, everyone was like, where's all the reveals, you know? And they got annoyed on Instagram. And yeah. so if you didn't get a vintage collection figure or a Black Series figure revealed on the Monday, everyone started getting annoyed. But um, yeah, you're right. It did, it did start really strong and then, petered out didn't as it? soon as it as soon as we came up with the uh the crystal the crystal grogu i was like okay <laughs> now we're going, we're going way we're going way out there you know yeah. i mean uh, i don't know how many of those sold but <laughs> i hope it was two uh, <laughs> i imagine a few with the YouTube, was it yeah we all have grandmas don't we yeah grandma <laughs> will love this crystal grogu yeah yeah all right so tim uh as far as the Vintage collection. We'll we'll start right with your sweet spot. What what did you uh what did you get excited most excited about from Fan First Friday? Uh well it's, it was definitely the Ahsoka uh figure because it's yeah, it's, it's an all new it's an all new figure, it's a you know, brand new sculpt. And the the thing I like about it as well is that you could you could potentially use that for Ma- the Mandalorian as well. I think mm. it you know the outfits are very similar um it wouldn't take much to custom make a little uh cowl to throw over too you know yeah well in fact i think i think um my mate nick only one kenobi he did a recent video about uh the other the other ahsoka from the the original card back which also came out in the 3.75 inch black series so it's an easy figure to get and he put the ray island journey uh poncho on on that figure and it looked really good mm. and i said to him in the comments like you you know can't wait until the the new one comes out because it'll look even better then you know yeah there i think the the face sculpt has gotten a lot better too more more um in tune with the the clone wars version of uh, uh i think i think that looks just like her i mean i think that's so that being said it. if they release a mandalorian you know Ahsoka, are we going to get a Rosaria Dawson base sculpt? Do you think? I mean, at some point, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I'm sure people would buy it because sure. Ahsoka is pretty popular right now, as we'll get to. <laughs> uh, uh, you're, you're more likely to get that in the Black Series, I think. <laughs> oh, the the sculpt. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, she's she's beautiful. It's so, a great figure. So what I got. Uh, why I got pretty jazzed up for was the Maul figure, the Darth Maul Clone Wars oh. figure. Um, I've got a little 
little corner to my collection devoted to uh, Darth Maul. And, and this, this is going to go nicely. I, I in particular like the mechanical legs um, <clears throat> and uh, that version of him is, you know, is new to new to the figures. So there, there isn't any version of Maul that, that kind of looks like this. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I made sure I got that one pre-ordered. So do you think it's a precursor at all? Or are we just covering our bases? I think I think we're just making sure we got all the versions of Maul because again, he's a popular character and I was and, trying to just break something here on the Holocron. Oh, oh no, Maul's <laughs> Maul soon. The good the good thing about that one is is that it is the season seven one. So it goes, you know, you've got that battle then, haven't you, between the two of them from that from that episode. Yeah. And um I liked I liked the way they talked about that they because the the most of the Clone Wars figures, like especially the clones, they've made them with realistic heads instead of cartoony heads. Um, but with this mall, they mentioned that they've stretched his head just a little bit, just so that it's in uh, between, mm. it's in between animation and in between realistic. So it won't look exactly like the previous mall that we've got, but it won't look too cartoony either. Yeah, that's fine with me. I I think it's uh, I think it's a good look. I think so. It's we're gonna have like like we have big head Han. Now we're gonna have medium head mall. Head mall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stretch in hand. the middle mall, yeah. Horse <laughs> faced mall. <laughs> yeah, horse faced mall. <laughs> Josh, what what was your uh, vintage collection? Uh, I was uh, I had my eye on just because <laughs> you and I went through um, my my Phantom Menace collection, uh, <laughs> which was funny. Uh, that was a fun. Uh, maybe you should talk about that. I know you took pictures and put them on Twitter, but we we went through some of the bins and. I've always been, and and I think a few people is like the the Phantom Menace packaging was really cool. I mean, that was like some of the coolest packaging when it was released because it was our first look at Star Wars packaging. Not that I like it more than say the vintage packaging, but I liked that they're coming out with these six inch figures, and instead of using you know kind of the classic, uh, well, like the archive series, they're using those uh, that same style of packaging in the six inch. And then, of course, a Black Series popped in there, so I had to grab that from the Bad Batch, which is that Elite Squad Trooper. So those are kind of my two. Oh, they're on the same photo, so I put them up at once there. So Black Series-wise, yeah, the, I mean, it's, isn't it just like a, a clone trooper, but just a different color? I mean, I think that's basically what it is. Um, yeah. I think there's a version of that out there, but. And he looks cool. Looks cool. Tim, what do you think about the, uh, the, the, the re- the repacking figures, but on the Phantom Menace card. How do you feel about that? I've got the Obi-Wan and Maul from when they did it for the 20th anniversary of... Uh, the convention? The convention yeah. specials? I've got, yeah. I've got those two, yeah. So um, I didn't pick up all of these. I went for the Battle Droid, I think. Yeah. Um, what, yeah. I did, what I did notice about, and this isn't a, me having a go at the Black Series, um, but what I did <laughs> notice... <laughs> All right, Mark. All right. Yeah. I know I jabbed you earlier. But get ready, yeah, buddy. Get ready in the comments. Jabby, you listen to this, boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I did notice about the, the Black Series on that uh, live stream is that the only new thing you got was uh, Qui-Gon Head. The, re- <laughs> yeah. the rest of it is all repacks or repaints, and... You know, it's 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 like a common theme, isn't it? You know, you don't we 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 don't get as much new as we used to. That's for sure. In, in both scales, you know. Well, I noticed too that the the Qui Gon face sculpt it is a little better, mm. but yeah. 
he looked a little little Spanish, like he's from Barcelona, you know, like a, <laughs> like like he twists his mustache maybe just a little bit when he talks. I have but, a unique set of skills. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought I thought uh, I thought the sculpt was a little a little better than uh, the the first Black Series version of him. But but you're right. I mean, it's it's the only thing new we're really getting is the card. Well, and we talked about this with our archive series <clears throat> review is like, I'm, I'm with you, Tim. So sometimes I get a little annoyed by the repacks, but we did talk about how they could be, uh, somebody made the point that they could be entry points for people that just started collecting. So maybe yeah. you missed the boat on black series, yeah. or maybe you're just a new star Wars fan. It might be easier for you to kind of identify with that figure on the card and, and buy that. So I, I don't, I don't really like to partake in it, even though I own archive series. And then I'll probably buy a couple of these. Cause like I said, I like the card backs, like the battle droid B one is very cool. Um, and it gives you a few more angles on the figure than it does in a black series box. You know, you can really inspect the figure if you don't, if you don't take them out and play. Yeah. So if, there you, you go. If you leave them in the package, I think re repacks are a necessary evil anyway, because <laughs> the, the like Hasbro are a multi-million or even billion dollar company. I don't know, but they're a very rich company, but they still have budgets, you know? So they still yeah. have a budget for Star Wars and they know how big their market is. So they know how much they can invest to, to make money. They want to make money. Um, so to get as much out of a sculpt as you could possibly can, they're going to, they're going to do it. And people, and people think Star Wars is bad, but it's not actually, if you look at Marvel legends, I think uh, Marvel Legends use 75% retooling. So, um, you know, they'll use the same arms for a lot of their figures, mm. the same legs and what have you, because they're all superheroes. Yeah. So they can make more figures and make them look different, but they're actually using a lot of the same parts. Whereas if you think, you know, Qui-Gon is completely different to Hammerhead, for example, it's, it, there's just no way you can do that with Star Wars because the, the range of characters is just so different from each other, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not so, wrong there. So you I, know, that's unfortunate. You know, so you've just got to accept that there will be repaints, there will be repacks. And has anyone ever done a? That might be fun to research a little bit. Is like, how much does it cost for a figure to get manufactured? Meaning, from the sculpt, from the from the prototype, from the paint, from then the tooling. You know, I, it, you, you're probably dead on there. You know it. Look, if you're going to create a mall or a, a character, yeah, you're if you spend all the money to get it ready to go, then yeah, you're going to probably repack it a couple times and send it out there at different phases to to take advantage yeah. of your investment there. Yeah. Um as far as Black Series goes, Tim, what what was uh what was your highlight for the from the weekend? Uh definitely the Greedo. Um does it yeah. does it bother you at all he's not left-handed like the vintage? <laughs> <laughs> it should <laughs> no I, I just think this transferred into six inch really really well and a, a lot of people said oh we want these sorts of things the vintage collection but i don't because i think the vintage collection is about modern versions of figures on vintage style card backs i would like a greedo in the retro collection for example which would be quite nice but i, I like the way they've sort of tried to make a six inch six inch figures out you know make them look like the the vintage figures and that that one's the best one i think well and that's my first my first comment when i was looking at these you know because andy clues me in and then i catch up is how it usually works and so um <laughs> i was like oh is that 
uh, is that six inch? You know, so I was actually pretty pleased as well. Like, oh, that looks cool. I, I that's why I was saying about the the episode, you know, the episode one pack too. I like them on kind of an original looking card back there. It makes me makes me want them more than I do the archive series. That's for sure. So yeah, um, pretty cool. The uh, I I I appreciate that this little batch of uh, six inch figures have really tried to stay true to the original vintage, uh, the Greedo, yeah. the Obi-Wan and the Jawa. Um, Obi-Wan was my favorite out of that group. Um, Josh got a picture of it there, but, but the fact that he's got a vinyl Cape and that he's mostly orange, <laughs> you know, just like yeah. the uh, vintage figure and, and man, if that doesn't look just like Alec Guinness, oh, yeah. that could I mean, be a whole toy, couldn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's, so yeah, that, that's really, really. Are that, you maybe a Spanish Alec Guinness? No, I'm <laughs> no, not on this one. Not on this one. Uh, definitely. Uh, uh, <clears throat> downtown London, uh, Alec Guinness. For sure. <laughs> Out on the uptown, town. London, yeah, yeah, uptown. Pre-COVID, Alec Guinness. Yep. <laughs> and did, did you hear what they said about the lightsaber in the stream as well? Because the Eric, Eric, the designer guy, hits, so the lightsaber's, what's the word, opaque, is it? So it's not like translucent. Because mm. they're trying to mimic the the original saber. Oh. Even though it's oh. quite a, a light blue colour, it's, it's yeah, it's not translucent like the it's, ones you'd get usually. No, I, no, now I, you can see. I, yeah. Yeah. And now, yeah. Yeah, perfect. It looks like kind of a toothpaste, minty. Now, when they had... <laughs> <laughs> a crest saber. Um, yeah. they, I like, so how do you think they chose the card back? I mean, because we had a couple different options, right? I'm, I guess they're going to original 12. Is that what it is or... I don't know. Yeah. I, you have the other, ah, I'm trying to picture it in my mind right now. We have both the other card back for Obi-Wan. Uh, oh, it's him with the hood up. It's Cal's up, isn't it? And he's in the background. Yeah. It's when he's fighting Vader. So the vintage. Yeah. The vintage. About, yeah. The, what is the alternate card? Yeah. 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 Anyway. So he looks fantastic. They um, probably went with that one because they probably got loads left over from the full, when they did the full. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? <laughs> I, Josh, would this be an appropriate time to drop our new spinner since it's, you know, actually pretty timely if you'd you like know, it because it is, it falls right in with what we just talked about. I don't know, chat. Do you guys want to see another spinner? We have one more <laughs> spinner. We, we spun the crap out of you last week. We sure did. We dropped and three last week. Can we I just say, I, I love these spinners. They're amazing. You've done great work. Really. Oh, that's really, thank you. That's, that means a lot to us coming from you, Tim. That really does. <laughs> well, and I will say too, the one negative comment we got was a reply to your retweet. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up. That was the best. Oh man. Well, he's not going to like this one. Yeah, no, that, it was good. It was good. Um, yeah, Josh, let's, this is, this is our new spinner from the Hollow Chronicles. <laughs> Away we go. Ben, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Canter production number 38250. First carded appearance, 1978, 12 back. Variations include wider gray hair and standard or double telescoping lightsaber. This silver fox first stumbled his way on screen in Star Wars A New Hope by frightening the indigenous people of Tatooine with a highly accurate impression of a great dragon's mating call. And don't worry, ladies, even if it were cold out, you could still see just the tip of his double telescoping lightsaber. And it's never cold on Tatooine. 
if you know what I mean. Original retail price, $1.99. Estimated value loose, $40. Mint on card 12 back, $350. This is the sexy hermit you've been looking for. All right. I mean, what'd you think, Tim? Was that all right? That was awesome. <laughs> oh, we're such idiots. But the great thing is, as well, if I grew a beard, that's what color it'd be. <laughs> oh, maybe you can cosplay. Hold on. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry, Tim. We can spin you. Don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> don't you? Are you ready? You're, you're ready. ready. Get ready. You're ready. Spin your chair. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Boss Bounty presents Cosplay Tim. <laughs> Cosplay Tim. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, thank you for uh, allowing us to, to, to do that while you were on the show with us. <laughs> uh, that was great. So, we uh, last week we asked it. For anybody that was uh, following along, if they would retweet um, our post of the spinner and for the opportunity to win yourselves one of these mm. prototype. These are not in any shops. Mm -mm. Prototype hats. Josh has a flat bill. I've got a curve bill. And you guys were to retweet it using hashtag curve bill or flat bill. And we do have a winner, Josh. We do. We do. We have a winner. Uh, should we, we should announce it now. Um, our, our winner is um a new follower of ours uh his name's robbie and uh i um he's got a i forgive me on the mismell uh mispronunciation of his twitter handle we'll just call him robbie he's got Let's a call him he's got a rainbow uh trooper helmet as his avatar so okay. robbie congratulations you got yourself a curved bill Hat from the Hall Chronicles. <laughs> so, hey, that's, hey, by the way, that's uh, probably, I just put it up there because uh, Darth Mark put it up for us. Uh, the uh, $79,000 for a, uh, for a double telescoping card back. Uh, that's probably as close. That's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, to one of these curve bills. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prototype, yeah, prototype, prototype hat or a yeah. double telescoping OB1. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and guys and gals, don't worry. We're working on it to get get them out there for the masses. We've actually of all the things, of all the creative things we've done, Andy. And I'm yeah, wearing. I know, which are just genius. <laughs> it was a stupid little logo on the side of a black hat that got everyone's attention. So yeah. never, we'll get them. This out is there. a lesson to you kids out there. Never try too hard. Never try too hard. Yeah. Trying too hard. Is just, just limp in. Yeah. Limp in and you're going to win. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen a bunch of boss bounty hats out there. They're nice looking. Uh, <laughs> but he tried too hard. I mean, they're probably yeah, beautiful. They're That's way, it. way nicer. Way nicer. But anyway, congrats no, I, to Robbie. Uh, we'll be doing this again sometime. We'll figure out another way to get another couple hats out there to some people. And, and uh, thank you for the retweets last week. That, those were pretty fun. We'll, we'll try and crank one new spinner out each week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah. I guess to wrap up this part of the segment, sure. uh, there were announced for later on this year, some pipeline characters that will be receiving a black series. Um, I guess black series and vintage collection um, figure. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, good. You posted the pickup there for at least the black series there, Tim, which one are you looking forward to the most out of that 
sexy group of figures. It is a sexy group of figures. That that I'll tell you, that is a hard choice when you ask me that. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because you could make a case for any of those, really. But I think it's probably, yeah, for me, it was uh, the cost. Is it Costa Reeves, the Mandalorian girl? Yeah. Yeah, she, Costa Reeves. Yeah, she's going to be good. And she'll go very nicely with uh, Bo-Katan, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Josh, what do you think? For me, it's it's General Lando. I, I'm down with that. I I, lo- I really like as as a matter of fact, I never thought about it until when you when we talked about this. I was like, oh yeah, General Lando, like right off the bat. I really like the vintage figure of General Lando. So that's that's why I was like immediately, let's see that cape. I want to yeah. see that sculpt. I want to see that beautiful cape, that mustache. Let's get it on. It it better be a cloth cape. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I hope it's not a molded one. Well, if they're paying that much attention to to Obi Wan and and the coloring, I, I hope they're doing the same for these. For, I hope they're doing the same for for other vintage figures that were vintage figures as well. So, yeah. but I can't disagree with Tim because Sasha's going to look pretty cool. Yeah, I I'm a I wanted to say uh, tech because I I really like the um, Hunter and I can't think think of the sniper guy's name but i really I think it's sniper no i'm just kidding <laughs> i really, really like creative, they had really creative names for those uh the bullseye or something yeah <clears throat> but um i'm gonna go aura Singh just because i think i think we're gonna see her upcoming do you in something um i don't know i just it's more of a gut feeling than you know that got my feelers out and the wind is talking to me a little bit but um, I think I'm excited for the Aura Singh figure the most out of that group. So I'm I'm glad we got a little variety here. Yeah. Um, I did just pick up from the, uh, I don't know, early 2000s, maybe it was 1999. It was the Ultimate Series Collection 12-inch version of Aura Singh. Did you? Yeah. And it's pretty cool. So I'll, I'll post a picture of that up this week. But Does she have that creepy single antennae? Yep. Because that drives me crazy. It is weird. It is weird. <laughs> No doubt about it. Um, so next topic, I was thinking because I'm an, I internalize a lot of information and I got to think about no it before shit. I speak on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. No joke, Josh. Right. Um, but last week, given the uh, kind of the crazy events happening in the, in the stock market here in the United States, where uh, a group of people decided that they were going to short the shorters on uh on GameStop and a couple other stocks and it ended up working out for them this time it was a pretty risky move but but it worked and two things came to mind when I was thinking about that you know because they were trying to stick it to the hedge fund you know people and and it worked this time and I and two things came to mind the first was that <sighs> Nobody likes bots and scalpers when it comes to pre-orders and, and it comes to eBay and, and all of that. And, and I was just thinking to myself, if there was just a way we could do that to scalpers, like because they're buying at retail price and then doubling or tripling and selling them on eBay, you know, for what twice and triple what their um, retail price is right. when they're just coming out. Yeah, when like, you get up onto a pre-order, you wait in the background in the coming minutes, and as soon as you get into the site, sold out. Yeah, and it drives me nuts. It drives <laughs> me nuts. And I thought, you know what? If we just stop paying scalper prices, then those prices would come down. But we'd have to do it collectively. 
we'd have to do it as a as a united group of collectors that that just decided you know what we're not going to pay more than double retail price for something and maybe even that's too much in some cases Mm. but I don't know. That was just an initial thought. I don't know if we could ever actually do that or start a hashtag movement. I was going to say, know. what's the hashtag for that? <laughs> hashtag stick it to the scalper. Yeah. I, don't I was going to go for something a bit stronger than that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you start a subreddit? <laughs> yeah, oh. no, that's what you have to do, right? The yeah. subreddit is yeah. what's going to happen. You know, a subreddit called F the scalpers or something. Well, I think what you could probably do not to get too deep or vicious here but what you would probably want to do is is identify like say the top five or the top 10 sources of scalping and expose them you know um look scalping can be can be determined you know or you can identify a scalper and it's just one guy who buys three of one thing when he buys it or what what is a scalper you know because he's he's buying one to sell one to keep in the box and and one to take out right yeah. i mean that's actually a pretty good collector rule because <laughs> the one that you sell might pay for the two that you keep you know i, I mean there's there's some of that mentality in there um uh and and definitely i've been guilty of that uh and and been burned on it more than i've won <laughs> but you know and you end up selling you know, or giving it away to somebody, but what defines a scalper? And then how would you, you know, if you expose, like, look, if there's a company out there using algorithms and bots and, and getting in before you do that, that would be like, that's terrible. If you're, if you're waking up at 3am in the morning and driving to target and cleaning them out, I don't know, maybe you're working. I I don't know. I'm not trying to side with the scalpers here. I'm just saying like, what defines a scalper? But what you're saying there about buying one extra or whatever, I mean, even in the UK, like, I get people in my comments going, where, where do I get these figures? It's like, well, collectors should know where to get these figures, right? Yeah. We've got five or six really good online retailers. Yes. And I've never had a problem getting the figure I want, you know? Sometimes they're limited to one per customer and you, that's fine. I'll just, you know, I'll get one from there. And then I'll go to another site and I get my other one. So I've got one open and one carded or what have you. Um, and that's been collecting since <clears throat> collecting, right? I mean, that's if yeah. you if you've got a collector's mind, that's how you think. You're like, look, it's it's there's a perceived value to me whether I'm going to sell it or not, having it in its original packaging. And then there's the enjoyment value of being able to take it out and put it on display in whatever yeah. way I want. And then there's the maybe I'll pick one up for my buddy, or maybe I will just sell this because. The commodity is hot. I think that while nobody knows it's a, it's available or nobody knows it's hot now, it might be hot later and I'll have one. I can sell one to somebody. You know, I, I don't know. That's, don't you? That's, I think there's always somebody on eBay that will pay the price. And right. they, they, they might be someone that's not, you know, that's the thing. Like a seasoned collector should, shouldn't have any business buying anything on eBay because they shouldn't need to. They should, they should be able to get what they want certainly in the UK with all the sites that we've got very rarely have I seen something really sell out. I mean, I could be wrong. I could just be on the ball at know when they're going on and I've managed to be lucky and get them. But for the last at least two years, I've never had a problem getting the figure that I want. Um, I think the people that might stick one up on eBay are hoping that like a sort of a random person might buy it. That's not really a seasoned collector, you know, or, Mm -hmm. And if they want to pay twice the price for it, then so be it, I guess. But 
Yeah, I mean, the, the people that sort of maybe buy 10, 20 of something <clears throat> or have like well, 10 people in their well, street that are all buying the one per customer, but, you know, for that one person, then that's probably a bit too, that's probably going a bit too far, you know? That's well, a- and then, and then like, I'll do a full admission here. When the barge came out at the time, I was like, I'm buying four. I'm buying four. I have no idea why. And it turns <laughs> out I need one for me. And I didn't, wasn't interested in keeping one in the box for me. I just wanted one and take it out, keep the box. And then I ended up selling the second one to a buddy at cost, just mm-hmm. exactly my cost. He just couldn't do it at the time. And I knew I was doing that when I bought it. I'm like this, because I was like, one of these is, I was like, this guy, yeah. he says he can't do it now, but he'll want one when we bring it. And it worked that way. So boom, got it. Cause I knew I wouldn't have a problem selling it at least for cost. Right. And then the third one, same thing to a buddy. We did a trade. I got all this great stuff. He got a barge that he just at the time. And I still have one left now. Now for that, it's a, it's a Kickstarter or a, not a Kickstarter, but a, you know, a, a, a ramp up. So they know exactly how many they need to make when they're done right with the, with the program. So I didn't feel like I was taking that from anyone, but in the end, I actually felt a lot better. Cause like, man, if I hadn't pulled those two out, these two guys wouldn't have gotten one at least at the fair price I was able to give them, which is cost, you know, and uh, and you know, same with Andy, he got his and I don't know, I, I th- Tim, I think you just hit it. It's like, just be a, a normal collector, but yeah. I think we're getting abused by the people that are buying four, 30 or 40 or something. And then, you know, and you've, you've had yours long enough. You've had your spare one long enough now. And that now that is the market value. And if you're going to sell it, you're not going to mug yourself off and right. sell it for cost. Are you? I mean, you're going to, no. you're going to get what you can for it. I mean, as, as you say, as a Kickstarter, you weren't stopping anybody else. Nope. Yeah, no nope. one had the opportunity to get one, except for the, the barge wasn't available around the world, which is uh, well, and that was part of it too. It was yeah. like, yeah, you know, maybe the Canadians will want to pay for it, but now you know, <laughs> those suckers up north, we're all a little greedy. Okay, let's let's be honest. But it was only to buy more toys. I mean, come on. Yeah, and now and now you have a great like trade piece. That's really what I'm holding on to it for. Like yeah. now I want to be, look, I want perceived value more than monetary value. I want like, Hey, that's awesome to me. Yeah. It's worth X amount, but this is awesome to you. Let's do a trade. We both feel good about it. And, and you know, away we go. So, yeah. Um, so the second thing that it made me think about as it pertains to star Wars collecting is that if we were to evaluate characters as stock commodities right now, who who is who's trending upward? Who do you want to get in on right now? Because a year or two from now, you think that uh, if you were doing this purely for investment, who's who do you want to get in on right now uh, for a year or two later when you want to sell? Like who, Tim? Who do you think that would be for you right now? I don't know. It's a di- it's, it's it's a difficult one because um, you just never know. I think like if you are a a scalper that's one of those ones that are going to go right i'm going to buy all this stuff and then see what it's worth in a year later you'll probably more than break even because like some will go for cost at the bare minimum probably yeah some will go like this and right. some won't really do anything so it's like you know it's, it's difficult to know really i mean i, I know i know for a fact that um <clears throat> captain rex in the in the black series is like yeah, yeah. 70, 80 pounds now, maybe even a hundred. And the other, the other one I noticed the other day was um, the Obi one. I think it was a Walgreens exclusive. That the Obi one in the clone outfit. 
Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That now goes for a hundred pounds on eBay. You know, and again, it, it's like you need three things, don't you? You need someone, you need the seller, and then you need like, or you need the two things rather. You need the, the person that's willing to pay that yeah. much to 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 buy it. You know, so <clears throat> it's difficult. I, I think um, army builders, I guess, like those two Mandalorian clones. Mm-hmm. because they were yeah. exclusives as well they're army builders they're always going to be highly sought after i, I would imagine <laughs> yeah clones clones are definitely on the upswing uh i would say in general and this is in all figure lines i think clones especially if they have a name uh whether it's cody or rex or gree or thorn or doom or you know any of those named figures whether it's six inch or three and three quarter i think clones are i think they are too are and, trending they, upward. and that's been a while too that's yeah been about a year or two that they've i think since season seven of clone yeah. wars especially yeah. that really boosted them and now with bad batch they're just going to keep going um ahsoka she's high right now but I don't see her coming no. down at all. Like, like I, I asked Tim earlier this week, it was like, how much is a, is a carded vintage collection Ahsoka going for right now? Because I saw one for $400 <laughs> and, uh, and I think in a year or two from now, I don't think that's coming down. Coming I, down yeah. I think that's going to go. Well, well, if the, if a series comes out for sure. Right. Yeah. Which feels like it is. But you don't know, Tim, you said it. You don't know what, uh, look, because in the beginning, you could have said anything Mandalorian is going to be worth something, but that's actually not the truth. They're kind of cost and, and below on some of those, some of those figures. Yeah, they go up and down. And, and Andy and I stood in line at Target and got to get the carbonized Mandalorian because we were like, oh man, this thing's awesome. It's going to be, you know, rare. And as an afterthought, I grabbed the first edition Mandalorian in the white box in black uh, series. And yeah. that's the most valuable Mandalorian is that. Yeah, he, he was, he was um, one per case of the eight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but what I was, I was actually talking about this very subject with my mate, Nick, only one Kenobi the other day, um, because Captain Rex in the red and black box, he was in the entertainer over here, which is, it's not a it's not a discount store, but they get they tend to get older Star Wars stock and sell it cheaper. And <clears throat> they were eleven pounds for a Captain Rex, so half price basically. Right. So you know, and I wasn't scalping anyone because there was so many there. I just I just I'll, I'll I'll have two of those, one to open and have on display, and one to keep in the box. So I I kept my one that I opened, and the other one just went in a box, and it was under my bed for however long. Mm-hmm. And then a year later or whatever it was, you know, you're browsing eBay or somebody says on a Facebook group or something that, cool, have you seen the prices of Captain Rex recently? And I think it was up to like 55 pounds. And I thought, I've got a spare one of them that I paid 11 pounds for. So he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, buy, I didn't buy him to do that, but it's just the way that market went. But now look at it. He's now worth double that. So yeah, I, yeah. Have I lost out? <laughs> well, and, and just like, and just like, uh, actual stocks, you know, you never know which ones are going to hit. For example, I know Mark just posted this, the, the Ray vintage collection, yeah. uh, was, was at cost for a long time. And then boom, 
it spiked. It's recently spiked. And now, you know, now you're going to have to pay up to get one of those. And, <laughs> and, and, and who would have guessed, you know? Well, and, and who knows when Rose's Black Series figure becomes super valuable. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were giving those away. As a matter of fact, the only way I think that they could market and sell the Rose, you know, and, and, and I'm just saying this based on figures, please, um, was, was put a BB-8 in the Elite in the elite series, black series, they put a BB eight in with Rose, which I don't think in, in last Jedi, they weren't even in the, on the screen together at the same time. So it was, it was very interesting. I think they were in, uh, uh, you know, rise of Skywalker, but it's, you never know. And those, those are the act faces. Those are in 10 or 15 years from now when, when there's a, uh, uh, a sequel uh, reformance going on. You know, yeah, yeah, people like, 20 year the, anniversary. The sequels are really good. You know, okay, everyone. Yeah, you all have very bad memories. Uh, great. Um, but not that I, I'm just saying, you know, the consensus was like there was a, there's what a. Right. A, 20 years ago, the prequels were getting their chops yeah, busted. getting their chops busted. But yeah. 20 years later, everybody loves them again. So and now I mean, the price of the toys are higher, right? So well, some of them, yeah. Definitely. Think, like the, the Rise of Skywalker Ray, it's not just her because I, I, I thought I'd have a look at this because I noticed that she had gone up. And even Poe Dameron has gone up okay. um, like 40 pounds, which is, you know, double, well, Interesting. nearly treble. And I, I was, I was, doing a bit of investigating about that. And I think the rise of Skywalker wave was short stocked. I don't think they produced as many because, <clears throat> you know, the last Jedi had a bit of an effect, didn't it? With toy sales and what have you. And I think they probably underproduced everything except for the troopers, like the Sith trooper, because that's an army builder. They produce loads of those because they mm-hmm. think will army build those. Yeah. And it's the same for the um, rogue one, um tank commander so that you can get the driver loads of them but the commander who's got the rank insignia on him you only you only need one of those you know you don't army build that guy because he's just in the top of the tank by himself sure. yeah yeah and he's valuable now as well so maybe he was underproduced compared to like the driver for example you know yeah 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 though you know yeah, the old supply and demand, you know, economics 101. That's that's still still holds true. <laughs> uh, what? Did you read something funny or something? No, I'm laughing at you. Okay. Um, old economics. I thought economics was funny. Yeah. I mean, Who doesn't? It's a hilarious topic. Okay. We are um, proud now to present to you the latest from um, Red 5 Designs. Yeah, this is kind of exciting. I, you know, our sponsor. Yes, our we are sponsored by Red Five Designs. Right this is a this is a new venture for both of us and them. Um, but uh, Greg put out a video today with a little update on their uh, book cover. Uh, Josh, do you have that? I do. It's ready. Let's, Whenever uh, you let, are. Let's take a look at this little short video and, and we can comment on it here. All right. And they put this up on YouTube. We'll have the link in the description after the show. So here it goes.
Hi, Greg here from Red 5 Designs. My first look at the book. Now, this isn't finished. This is not the final product. This is just a proof copy we've been sent by the printers. So all those pages are, in fact, blank. But this is the size and the thickness and the weight the book will be. Game here, the dust jacket. This is just the proof. This isn't the final version. Colouring might change. We just wanted to have a look at the details here, especially the gloss across these figures on the front, something we really strive towards getting just perfect, talking to lots of printers to make sure they could do it just right, and to make sure it also worked on the gold and the silver silver copies. Now we get a closer look at the foiling detail around the edge here. Again, this may differ slightly on the final product. Maybe have a bit more of a gloss to it than we can see here. You can definitely see the gloss here across the Kenner here. We just want the cover to be more than just a printed cover. We want to have a bit more class to it, a bit more presence, and it we think it looks great. Really happy of how it looks so far, and that's just a test version. Cheers for watching guys, and we'll have more updates coming soon. That's awesome. I mean, right. I got like chills when I watched it the first time. I was like, oh, I can't wait. I don't normally get jazzed up about books, but um, <laughs> what I there's well, as we'll talk about book. It's a it, I can't it's wait. It's not a book thing. like we've been saying. It's a piece of art. It's and and I, you know, we're going to keep plugging them too. I if you talk to these guys, if you get to talk to them in person, you know, the passion, you know, how much work they've put into it. That to me means as much as the product they're putting out because they care about it, you know, and, and it shows, I mean, did you hear what he said? He's like, we sent it back and forth a, a few times. We wanted the gloss to be right. You know, it's like, they're worried about the gloss right now. I mean, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. I think that's, mm. I think any, any collector Star Wars collector worth their salt should have this. Absolutely. And uh, shame on you if you don't, because Andy and I are going to have one. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can still you can still I order. Five. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> you can still order uh, this version of the book on their website, which is read5designs.uk or .co.uk. I believe that's what it is. It's weird over there. I don't know. Or it's uk.co or co.uk. Tim, help UK. us. I don't, can't remember which one it is, but he doesn't know me. See, even in the UK, they don't know. They're they like, I don't know. They put an extra dot and .co.uk. Yeah, Daco. Uh, yeah, okay. And uh, the the gold and silver editions are already bought out, but you can still buy this version. Yeah, so beautiful. If that interests you, head to their website. And because they in the sponsor us in the description down below, um, because they are a sponsor of ours, we are proud to present to you our Read Five Designs toy review for the week. Yay! Yay. We've got so many cool graphics, we have to use them all. Okay? <laughs> Absolutely. We're a pro. We're, we're, we're definitely pro. Boss, don't worry. Next time, well, yours will be spinning. You, don't oh, worry. I was expecting another pre-recorded video. Then. <laughs> I know. It's just like, I, I, no, we're, we're doing these toy reviews live. And this week's toy review is a Sideshow Collectible 1-6 scale Princess Leia and Wicket from the movie The Return of the Jedi. Which movie? The Return of the Jedi. <laughs> All right. She's coming around face first, so I'm going to do it now. Okay. <laughs> it is. Give it a big Boom. Screen. There she is. Or they are. This is such a cool uh, sideshow. The face, or excuse me, hot toy. Hot toy. Apologies. Yes. This is a hot toy. The face sculpt is incredible. She comes, Leia comes with the, uh, the very well- Re, uh recognizable hair buns and braid 
version and the hat, the helmet like you see there. Uh, multiple hand positions, blaster uh, that is currently holstered. The poncho is amazing. The detail of all of these are, are always top-notch. The boots are incredible. And Wicket. Well, don't forget about the comm. I, I oh, yeah, yeah, the, the little wristwatch you get com. a wrist comm, you know. Uh, fantastic detail. Wicket looks absolutely awesome. He looks like a little grumpy Ewok there. Um, and then the helmets that they gave as, as just kind of like decor pieces, you know, to sure. put, put on the bases, they're incredible. Those by themselves are incredible. When we looked at the stormtrooper helmet, uh, we, we looked, we turned yeah. it over and looked at the inside, and the inside of the trooper helmets are incredibly detailed. Well, at least the stormtrooper, and it is better than the inside of a Black Series one hundred dollar <laughs> stormtrooper helmet. It's it fantastic. Is. It's awesome. You know what? I'm gonna go go grab it now. What's funny though, and and to Tim's point earlier about they got the sculpt, they got the paint, uh, uh, you know, whatever design ready. It looks a lot like the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look at that. There's a respirator in there where the mouth goes. I mean, that's... Look at that. It's gorgeous. Apparently, the inside of Stormtrooper helmets also look like the inside of the Millennium Falcon. So, you know. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah. Apprentice Ewok's freaking out right now because look. There's old Wiki. Yep, nope. Yeah, what does he say? Let's do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Come on. You 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 got it. Akiata. Akiata. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. It's it's it comes, they come together in this pack. Um, and they are absolutely fantastic. Josh is getting into uh sideshow and hot toys here recently in the last few months. Uh, so I get to enjoy these in his collection. Um, that's the beauty of collecting with your friends. You don't always have to have the same stuff. No, but you uh, don't. these these are incredible. I'm every time I see one, I'm just blown away at the detail and at the uh, precision of the stitching. And, yeah, and the leather boots and and belts and uh, just all of it. So, well, like you know, we were even talking about like the the little the little nylon belt. It has a, a functioning buckle, you know, like you have to, you have to loop the nylon through the, you know, nothing's really shorted here. I know they're expensive, but that's what, I guess what you expect when you open the box. I talked to you about it today because we took this out today and it was like, there's just actually nothing like opening a hot toy or a sideshow for that matter. It's just different. You get all these experiences and then you put the box away and it's got spare parts in it because you have different ways you can pose them and different hands, you know, to hold different weapons. And it's, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. You, you can put, you can put Leia on a knee talking to Wicket. Yep. Uh, and Wicket can be holding the helmet like he did in that, in, yep. in one of the scenes, you yep. know? And what I thought was outstanding is one of the reasons why they have the two helmets there is because they give Wicket two mallets, two leather bound <laughs> mallets, like he's playing the drums on the top of helmets. <laughs> and it's just classic. Every day you could have a new scene yeah. with your furry friend and a Wicket. I'm just kidding. Uh, Leia, I meant to say <laughs> Are we gonna, Tim? How do you feel about these Tims down there? Like these guys? Um, right? <laughs> I've I don't own any hot toys, um, but I remember when this one got announced, and I 
saw Wicket on the screen, I thought, wow, that, you know, the fur and everything, they've they've absolutely nailed it. Yeah. It looks fantastic. It's super soft, too. It's like real <laughs> air. Well, and that's what we talked about is like uh, the concern that Wicket wouldn't come out. I actually think Wicket looks... He looks maybe even better than Leia's sculpt. I, I and and in the camera right now with the lighting the way it is, he's coming off a little brighter than he actually is. Because uh, his face looks a little white, but yeah. he's he's it, it, he's got darker eyes. He's got all the right coloring, and it's per his lips are perfect. I don't know. It's a I'm talking about Ewok lips here. Um, but that's can you, take, can you take the cowl off? Yeah, yeah, everything yeah. will come off. You want? No, I don't want to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah I, i've got i've got one i've got one hot toy and i've got one coming yeah um but it, it's not something that i'm going to really collect but i'm not opposed to grabbing one everyone that shows up pushes me further and further down into the end of the end of the lane yeah the rabbit hole yeah, yeah yeah for sure it's a good they're they're too good they're they're just too good to pass up if you can get your hands on them. And by the way, they're part of the whole, like they're pumping stuff out right now. They're, they're following the <sighs> wave. They, there is so many pre-orders. Like when you go on there, it's overwhelming almost. He's like, Oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. You know, but this one's coming in 2022 and this one's coming in, you know, yeah. so you gotta, you gotta pick and choose, but yeah. So if we took the helmet off, she'd just be bald. So we'd have to. It's attach not bald. Her. It's just a cr- close crop, and yeah. then we'd have to re put her uh, braids on. But yes, we- Greg from Red Five. Uh, Red Five had the uh, Cody, did he not the other day? Y- yeah, I. Don't have I the think, Cody. I think Greg took the pictures of Johnny's Cody. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, it's the face sculpt on Cody was like it was Tamira Morrison. Like it yeah. was, it was nailed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't the, hologram, don't the hologram things light up and things like that as well? Yeah. So on, on some of the hot toys, they do they do have like electronics in them where the lights will <laughs> flicker. And yeah, it's again, it's another level. It's another price point. Yeah. But but you are definitely getting something different. You know, yeah, the, the difference between. I, I mean, I don't even want to make comparisons. They're just, they're just something different. If you've never seen one in person, uh, it's hard to explain, but, but well, one, we're showing them. When I know you're person, it's, right? it's almost as good as, be, as being in person. So yeah, there's a little debate. Do you leave the helmet on or do you put, give her well, the braids? And, and what we can say is, uh, after the show, we will definitely, uh, throw some braids on cause we had to take the braids off to put the helmet on. So we'll throw the braids on and we'll take a few shots and post them up on Twitter for all those who want to see the difference. Uh, we are live. So, you know, and we have a guest. We yeah. Probably so talk to our guest. We should, we should probably do that. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so anyway, thank you, uh, for this, um, our sponsors presenting, the toy review for the day, the Red Five Designs toy review. That's right. <laughs> oh man, we're just gonna leave that. Yeah, I like I like her. You know, okay. I'll pull her down. She's good. But say goodbye to Leia, everyone, and Wicket. Bye bye. Now, cool, Tim. Do you have time to uh, do a little quick collection walkthrough, or uh, do you got to get going here? No, no, no. We can go either way here. <clears throat> So those that have uh, been faithful followers of ours for the last year and a half or so, almost two years, I guess it's, we've been doing the Show Me Your Two years this month now. 
Yeah. Coming up. Oh, man. Losers. We try to feature a follower's Star Wars collection, great or small, as Yoda says, size matters not. We will, we will show, um, we will feature a shelf of Star Wars items. We will feature a room full of Star Wars items uh, because every collection is just a little bit different, a little bit unique to the owner of the collection. And it's always fun to see what people are into and how they display and, you know, what what crazy things they're doing with their with what they have. So this week's collection comes to us from Dave at Vintage Toy Rush on Twitter. Um, he has his own YouTube channel, too, Vintage Toy Rush. And uh, Dave has um, a an immaculate collection of loose Star Wars, mostly loose. Um we can get to some pictures here. Maybe. How's uh, our load going here? Oh. Kids, get off the internet. No. I'm just <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> right? But uh, here, his, his X-Wing. Um, oh, he's, yeah. So he's got everything from Legos to vintage to modern, you know. And, and actually, he's got a lot of other genres, you know, other than star wars but i told him to just take pictures of his um star wars stuff but you're you'll see within the pictures he's got a lot of a lot of other things as well mm. um I think that one's my favorite no <laughs> 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 it's not loading <laughs> there it is Woo! good i'm glad we got to see that yeah and he's got he's got a great eye for displaying um you can tell that he's he's thought about it it's not just thrown together there are reasons why everything's there. Oh, what a nice room. Yes. Tools, yeah. tools, materials. What are in the other two drawers? That's what I want to know. His yeah. room's a lot tidier than mine. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever sees my floor. <laughs> that's right. A little rancor. I guess we have a green hue in this room, though, when you walk in there, for sure, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a green saber guy, I suppose. He is. I love it. I love the vintage... Roll calls here. These are great. A great looking con collection. Oh, I do see a Raiders truck down there. You see that? Yeah, the convoy truck. Hmm. I see. He's yeah, he's got he's got wow, a, that's cool looking. That's I like a, the boxes. Yeah. And the and the X Wing floating. Is that a custom? What's or no, is that just a bad it's well, I've got a I've got a close up picture of that okay. X Wing and it is spectacular. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about um Bush's face there. Oh. Well, that's it. All right. Coming back. Ooh, I kinda like the like the vantage Boba's view on top. Right where he should be. Awesome. How cool is that? Mm. Tim, you ever have one of those? You ever sport one of those off to primary? <laughs> no, primary no. school? I had an ET one where you got the flask inside it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what was in the flask? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Oh, now we're getting the non-green hued. I see. Love the DL44. Classic. Classic. You walk around up with Yak Face just chilling in the back. He's yeah, back yeah. there. Yak Face is secondary you know, figure. Whatever. He's always in the background. Whatever. He is. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh Come on. Kids, no Netflix. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll keep so, moving. 
Dave, Dave's in the chat here. Uh, Dave, was that your lunch pail from when you were a kid? Please, please tell me it was. That'd be really cool if it was. Max Rebo. Awesome. I love the vintage. Now, have I have we seen modern? What? Tell me, I missed it or something. Um, no, he's. I mean, as far as like, he's got some modern Legos. That's what we saw. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you, Josh, what's that? The vintage toy rush. The the clues in the name. I know, right? Yeah, it's got to be there. Thank you. It's on although, brand. Although there is a team over here and Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got Bionic a, Man, a fair bit of uh, uh, Action Force and um, some other things too. But Josh, if you uh, click on the article, that very first picture in the article is a picture of his X-Wing and it's a Palatoy X-Wing. Mm. Um, that's why it looks just a little bit different in the back because they didn't have electronics in the Palatoy no. X-Wings. No. Um, but you guys had to make your own terrible sound effects? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just run around making that super accurate sound effect. But that, <laughs> that is the cleanest looking X-Wing. I It really is. I mean, the, the canopy is nice and clear and, and mm. it's bright white. I mean, it was just in great shape. And he's got it hanging from the ceiling. It's perfect. It's beautiful. It's quite beautiful. Very nice, Dave. Well, very, very nice, nice collection there. Yeah, very nice collection. You can you can get a hold of Dave at Vintage Toy Rush on Twitter. And like I said, he's got his own YouTube channel. And you can uh, maybe get a little bit better, um, a better viewpoint of his collection if you visit our website at beyondtheblastdoors.com. It should be right at the top this week uh, as far as our articles go. Uh, go ahead and click on that and give it a, give it a walk through. And then I ask him some questions about his collection as well. And he gives some very thoughtful answers about it. And uh, especially for you guys in the UK, you might be able to relate some of his, um, some of his uh, responses and going where to go to get his, get his toys and all that stuff. So thank you, Dave. And if you have a collection that you'd like us to feature, um, email us as many pictures as you'd like at uh, holochronicles at gmail.com. Yeah. And and we'd love to feature yours. We've got the next few weeks lined up with some great collections. So it's always a fun look for us. And we hope you guys get a little enjoyment out of it too. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. kind of how it works. I mean, we we don't care if you do yeah. or not, but yeah. So we'll, we'll we've featured yours, Tim. We did, uh, we reposted your video that you made of your walkthrough of your collection. That was pretty awesome. Um, you know, is it, if, if I could ask you one thing about your collection before we kind of wrap up here, what, what for you is next on your get list? Oh, um, I would love, I would, yeah, it's difficult. Cause it's like, can I afford it? No, I can't. Um, <laughs> I, I would love, I would love a Palatoy Bosque. So I want, I want to hang on. So I have, I have the Kennebosk. Okay, very nice. In good shape too. Is it great? Yeah, yeah it, it got a seventy because it's um, it's got a bit of uh, sticker, ah, sticker, damage, sticker. Which, yeah, I, I could probably get that off if I broke this open, but I, mm -hmm. I won't. Um, and then I've got the uh, the Palatoy one, and this is not a toy Tony. Okay. Um, do you want a toy Tony? No, I don't really want to. No, no. 
Okay. I'm not really bothered about the toy Tonys. I know they've come sort of become collectible in themselves now, but no, not if I've got the the real the real one. Okay. Um, so I want a Palatoy, but with the Palatoy logo ah. down there, and that and that, which means it's a you know it'll be like a I don't know like a thirty one back or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, there was one there was one on um, somebody's Facebook group the other day, and it was one thousand three hundred pounds. Oh wow. So it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen anytime soon, but I would like it so I can have that set, you know? Yeah. And no interest in getting a return of the Jedi card or do you have one already? I don't. Um, I, I, yeah, I would like one, but they, they often have the yellow bubbles. Very difficult to get a Bosk on return of the Jedi without a yellow bubble. Right. Um, yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, I will probably have to get one that's slightly yellowing. Yeah. Um, that's why I like the Palatoy cards because a lot of the time the, the bubbles are clear. Hmm. Yeah, just a little higher quality bubble pre Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi Kenner cards. They the bubbles just go yellow, don't they? Cheap plastic. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> so that that's that's something that I want to get. Um, other than that, I'm sort of collecting the alternative image cards. So I've got I've got Chewy and. Um, vader so i'd like i'd like to try and get a yoda or uh the blue. one that we we're talking about earlier with the blue the blue lightsaber the sort mm -hmm. of yep. front of him yeah so i want i want to try and complete those but yeah, again that, that luke, there, the luke gunner <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that alternative luke card's pretty <laughs> a pretty penny right now that's for sure and again want always a yellow bubble as well mm. yeah yeah well i mean if it's i mean if if there is one with a yellow bubble versus not having one, would you oh, yeah. rather have one? So, yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. Yeah, you always got to play that game. Well, would you rather? Would, would I rather, you rather? Would I rather have this or would I rather have this? Um, so, that's a game we always Get play. Both. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, thank you so much for uh, taking a little bit of time and, and uh, spending some toy time with us here. I know it's getting a little late where you're at, but uh, we really appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, where where can they find you on Twitter and on YouTube? Uh, so, at Bosk's Bounty on Twitter and Instagram. That's the two places I hang out the most. And then my YouTube is just Bosk's Bounty, I guess. That's how you find yeah, it. we have all the links down in the description too. So they can you can click on there. Just go down. Go look. Your webpage, by the way, Tim, is awesome. I love it. I love the articles. I love the connections to, you know, the pictures. It's quick, you know, fast, informative information. User friendly. User friendly. That's uh it's yeah. awesome. Before we get rid of Tim, should we should we let him do a, a quick uh uh spinner? Uh <laughs> Andy. You know what I'm talking, Tim. Do you want to narrate? You want to narrate? Do you want to see if you can narrate a spin for Leia and Wicket here? All right, you ready? Here it comes. Here comes the music. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I think my music's overriding you, Tim. <laughs> you were cutting out, but I <laughs> actually I just preferred watching you. Too. <laughs> you were, I love it. Yeah, you were. I love it. Using love your it. sexy, voice. you were. It was, well, I thought a nice, a good, sultry British voice in there. I mean, come on, this might change everything for us. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> might open some new doors. Um, but I, I didn't get a chance really at the start just to say thank you for like you know inviting me on and everything. It's been a pleasure being on. I'm, you know, I've had a right laugh today, so thank you. It's been really good. <laughs> uh, well, I always enjoy your shows because you look ultra. I said before we came on, you look ultra professional. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's yeah, all. Yeah, um, we're fooling everybody one follower at a time. Yeah, yeah. great audio and your cameras are good and. <laughs> well at least we have that at least we got that going for us yeah. no we have we we love you guys i mean uh and by you guys we mean you, you brits uh you're awesome <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no it's so much fun i'm uh andy and i talk about it all the time it's like man the people we've met just by trying to get this show you know with content and then you meet all these people and then you realize that ah, oh, there's just so many so many so smart many. and fun and and nice and generous and I don't know I I enjoy the heck out of it and I wouldn't care if anybody was watching as long as we could get together and chat like we do you know it's so yeah no, it's awesome yeah it's good and and you've helped me acquire something from my collection and I appreciate that and it's like you know if nothing else we're just kind of networking some some uh, people that can maybe help us find things or we can ask questions, you know, we're, we're building a toyalty, right? Toyalty, toyalty. Yeah. We're building a library of, of people and information and resources that uh, it's just been super fun. And, and uh, well, that, I, shouldn't be, that shouldn't be too much longer for you now. Should it, it should be arriving soon. I hope so. I hope, I hope next Monday we can be talking about it. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, thanks again. Thank you uh, for those of you that are watching and listening. Um, By the way, we had a ton of people in the chat today. Thank you so much or tonight, depending on where you're at. So thank you so much uh, for participating. Some great comments in the chat. I think we owe them. We need some pictures of Leah with her ha hair on. We'll get those. We'll get those some of those out there. Definitely. And then uh, the, just these guys are awesome. And Bosk, you're awesome. Don't, Lost Bounty, you know. don't forget to uh, like and subscribe down below. Leave a comment uh, after the uh, the feed's over here. And if you would like to, you can find us on Patreon. And for the price of a cheeseburger every month, you can support our network. So, right. Just one cheeseburger. One cheeseburger. Or That's two it. cups of tea. Or two cups of tea. Yeah, I don't know. Tim, what's your preferred tea? I'm not a hot drink drinker, actually. Not even cold tea? Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. I, okay. I, I like, a, I like a, a soda, as you call them, or a, or a bit of glass of water. It's a bit boring, really, isn't it? But mm. um, Or an alcoholic beverage, obviously. Sure, We're yeah. in the Northwest. Craft we beers. We pop. Yeah. Soda is called pop up here, like uh, you're a right. five-year-old. Yeah. Have but, a pop. It, my grandma pop. used to call it pop, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, think that wraps it up for us. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, we've given all the socials out. We're good to go, right? Anything else you want to say, uh, Tim, before you're out of here? Just thanks for having me. Been awesome. Yeah. Go check out Tim's stuff. It's awesome. It's good. And Andy, what are you going to say? Go play with your toys.